Thank you for tuning in to Power Playthrough. We don't know what episode it is. Mm-mm. We're unprofessional here. Mm-mm. But we are going over Cure You Sentai Zoo Rangers, episode 11 through 15 today. Yep. My name is Dan. I'm uh, one of your hosts. Yep. I'm Freddy. I'm the other guy That's that would be called uh, a host. Uh, we're going to start Maybe. off with a little... Oh, thank you for hanging in that long. We'll yeah. see you later. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... We're going to start off with a little bit of a, uh, kind of a forewarning. We watched these episodes a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't, I don't really want, yeah, like we, we just, just think we're, we're recording in a white box that exists outside of time because when these episodes come out with what interrupted our recording sessions, it's going to be a little jarring. So just. Yeah, we, we saw these a while ago. We took notes, so hopefully that We're helps. going off that. Right, so let's start out with episode 11. Uh, it was My Master, the Dora Genie episode. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah real cool-looking jackal guy, right? Yeah, was yeah. Was that the one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that in Power Rangers, this was the last episode that we watched because now they're putting monsters kind of out of order. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. are a little... Things are shifted... So, uh, the Dora Genie in Power Rangers was just a bad guy that came down and fought. And in this one, they kind of have a little story with Dora Genie where he takes on the traits of whoever holds his, whoever holds his lamp. So, top hat and book back. Yeah, he's, uh, well, it's like, there's his master. Yeah, 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 his master determines he's, he's good or bad. Yeah. This episode, like the uh, the kids get a hold of it, right? Yeah, we start out with uh, Top Hat and Bookback getting it, mm. and then they make a wish. Babu Squat, yeah, yeah, and drop, and then they drop the lamp, and kids get it. That's right. And yeah. then what they ma- wish for? The, you know what they wish for? Uh, I think they wished for more power at first. Oh boy! Or I, it was. I don't remember what they wished for. <laughs> okay, let's let's just uh, let's just go past that. Yeah, but I, I do remember dropping and the kids getting it, and that's where uh, he just it it just gets to a real uh, blank check situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. The second time I'm, I brought that movie up today, uh, where uh, they just get ridiculous things. They use this this power for ridiculous things. Like one kid gets a Corvette. Then yeah, we got get big screen TVs, yeah. candy. Yeah, and it all happens in this little like barn, right? Like it's like yeah. a it's like a I remember it being like a a larger In Power like, Rangers fashion, it's an abandoned warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere this is, Does the car fly? The car doesn't fly. Okay. Uh, a girl wishes to fly. A girl wishes to fly. And he makes her a magic carpet, which is how the Zoo Ranger find them. Ah. But this right. isn't before disco time. Where yeah. <laughs> Dora Genie just decides it's time for a dance party. Yeah. It was that wasn't wished for? No. No, he just goes, Huh. Disco time and then he makes like 
the crystal ball. He makes like the disco ball and music play, and then mm. all the kids dance with the genie. Right. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like a great time, honestly. Yeah. Uh, they they got video games too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they got all kinds of stuff with kid unlimited power would wish for. Um, candy, video games, cars, flying carpets. Yeah. All that. Uh, but yeah, th- th- what's what was the. There was, like, I remember a stark difference in this episode from the Power Rangers one. I mean, there was a lot different, obviously, because well, there was, was no es- escapade with the... He just shows up towards the end. We only get the second half of the genie in Power Rangers. Yeah, the because we get some reused Goldar footage. Yeah, that's where right. Where they fight Goldar a bunch, and then uh, they really only bring in Dora Genie for the Megazord battle. Because they bring in the evil version where he's got the the crane hand, like... I, I Right now I'm making a oh, motion where he's, like, drilling down. That's right. Yeah, it's a very slow... Dr- yeah. Bringing it all back. Uh, but what happens here is Bandora gets, the, <laughs> Bandora gets here. Yeah. He gets to the lamp, and she can't get the lamp from the kids of the Zoo Ranger, so she just destroys it. Right. And he and makes her own lamp, and sucks him in, and it makes his eyes red, and he's evil. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is where we get our power range. Yeah, that's footage. where we get. Yeah, we actually. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, I remember that now. The Mighty Morphin, they fight. That's that's where we that's where we get the genie in in, in there, and we see the evil version of the genie, the the uh, Bandora uh, tainted. Yes. Genie. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Wait, remember he looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a good design. I think I said that in my Morphin episode too, that he just is, is a cool looking design. Now, one of the things that I'm leaving out now is that before Bandora makes her bad lamp, the Zoo Ranger and the kids try to rebuild the lamp so that there isn't another lamp for him to go into. And Correct. they were yeah. short just one piece before B- Bandora shows That's up right. with her her red and black lamp of yeah. evil. Where was the extra piece? No one knows. I think they find uh, the kids find it later during the Megazord battle. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Jeez. they have the Dizugen battle. We get the slow turning drill crank. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was that was funny in both both versions of yeah. the episode. It's just a very slow. It is just a. I feel like it's a. Oh, it's like um the old uh, hand crank like beater the kitchen utensil. It, it's definitely thing. like an a egg beater. Egg beater yeah. with the crank, but it's a drill at the end. Yeah, this is, yeah, very slow, steady moving drill. Um, and they don't defeat Dora Genie because one of the children reasons with him. Yeah, and makes him good again. Yeah, because they found the last piece of his lamp, to yeah. which he jumps into. And Dizugin destroys Bandora's lamp. Yeah, yeah. She loses control over him, and because ultimately he's a good guy, and we don't want to see him get destroyed and all that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, how did it end? Yeah. Uh, it ended with the Zoo Ranger deciding that nobody could have the lamp, so they put the Zoo seal on it and they throw it into the ocean. They throw a lot of things in the ocean. I feel like. Yeah. Or things Japan just end up a, in the ocean. Japan has a lot of issues with dumping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, problem for another day. Overall, I think that for a month ago, being able to remember that much from the episode kind of signifies that it 
it's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I, I, I like, I mean, how my, my brain works, uh, it's very visual-based, and you're bringing back the visuals as you mention this stuff, so I, yeah, I do remember this quite a bit, which is very surprising for, again, uh, a month ago. Um, yeah, I remember I did, did like the episode. Solid, solid episode. Yeah. Do you want to move on to the next one? Do you, or do you have any more parting words? For the genie? No, I just really like his design. Really liked it. I like that it wasn't just a simple, uh, another monster, kill it. I like that he was, uh, was a. Well, we, we get a couple. We get a couple of these episodes where the ultimately misunderstood guy, you know, or well, yeah, we have a good guy um, playing the playing the bad role for a bit, and then ultimately gets redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but uh, the newest looking design, really cool. Liked it. Mm-hmm. Solid episode. Cool. So the next episode, Papa is a vampire. Papa is a vampire. This is Dora Argus, and uh, for Power Rangers fans, Dora Argus will be Eye Guy. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe it opens up on on the uh, on the little girl hunting monsters, right? Yeah, yeah, she's hunting she monsters. A, there's a because... little girl, and she has a bat, and she's hunting monsters. This is good because I didn't remember this. Uh, she was like. Hunting not just monsters, bad guys, because her dad's a cop. Yeah. And she wants bad guys to go away so she can see her father more. That's right, yeah. It's real cute. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have any notes about that. I have notes about I Guy himself. Like, Yeah, we were talking about him. Like, I, um, If there were some differences in his appearance in, in Mighty Morphin. But I th- ultimately, I don't think so. But there was something that stuck out to us. Well, like, his main eye is always bloodshot. Yeah. Because... Never notice that. Uh, certain eyes on him close at yeah. some point to fall asleep, but Eye Guy will always be awake. Yeah. So the main eye just represents how tired he is. Yeah, he that eye never closes. Hmm. Which is weird, because you think he could just have a system where he alternates. Yeah. Just close this one for a bit and keep three or four up and just, you know, work. Or maybe this one is his like brain or something he's all he's all eyes yeah maybe if that eye closes it's like like brain death oh that's uh maybe that's why it never closes that's a dark way to go i will I, i've never noticed the bloodshot thing and i think it's because his every other depiction of him outside of the actual show in mighty morphin you know that that was a thing left off because why would you put that there it's just it looks like an eye with a burst blood vessel and it. it looks like someone got punched it, it's it's actually kind of ugh. so like the toys lunch boxes anything he appeared on any promotional stuff he appeared on i don't remember ever seeing the bloodshot eye and i think that's why i didn't think there's a bloodshot eye in mighty morphin yeah it's because of that but i ultimately i believe yeah there is there is a few shots of him with the bloodshot eye so in this one he's kind of working with uh Tilpat. Because Topat is a real vampire, and he needs to suck yeah, the yeah, children. That, yeah, we get a little backstory, or not backstory, but a little uh, character development of Babu here, which I appreciated because, you know, Babu and Squat, we always saw those guys and didn't know their deal. Yeah. But, but like, we always saw the the bat kind of aesthetics of Babu, and this, this goes into it that, yeah, he's an actual vampire. Yeah, yeah, he tries to... And, yeah. Uh, 
I kind of think that he realizes that he can't, with the Zoo Ranger around, he can't just suck the blood of children like he would want to. Yeah. So he's using Eye Guy to suck them into Eye World, essentially. Where they see their greatest fear and it kind of freezes them so that Topat can get in there and suck their blood. Yeah. And um, it's really... It's really cool. Like, I, it's something that I didn't think would go down with mm-hmm. Eye Guy and Topat and all that. Yeah, uh, the eye the eye dimension has a lot more to it than just wasn't it like a gyroscope in front of Bandora, in in or excuse me in front of Rita and Mighty Morphin. Yeah, it put the kid in the gyroscope and she and it just above spin him, him around, around, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Well, uh, so they focus in on this little girl that has the police officer father. Yeah, and when she gets sucked into Eye World, she sees her fear. Which is that her father is an actual vampire. That's right. Hurting, yeah, yeah. He's actually real. He's hurting women instead of saving and people. And he's straight up real schlock, like vampire. Yeah, he is. Uh, the whole thing with doesn't even have the ruby pendant. No. The, like he didn't. He had the necklace, but he didn't have the pendant. He had like the red band going down. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe that was it. Yeah, with a little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he has the hammer film kind of like Christopher Lee thing going on. Now, I have a note here that says wing flapping. Is that a Topat thing? No. That was her dad and her little vision. Oh, yeah, he was... I think he was flapping... He was flapping his little... This cloak, his... He was uh, flapping his... His, his, uh... uh, His, uh... Yeah, his wings. of Of his cape. And Dan really connects with this little girl And he's really trying to help her out In this situation Let her know that her daddy isn't a vampire And that this is real monsters Not fake monsters in your head Yeah And uh, you know we go through the whole whole fight With Eye Guy where they realize they can't beat him Without destroying the main eye Yeah that's right Which the little girl has gone after with her baseball bat Yeah I was going yeah yeah more, More is coming back about it I really liked her it's a cool little character. Yeah, and then she gets sucked into Eye World, and they they kind of get her out and then get the eye connected back to Eye Guy. Yeah. And then we have the Howling Cannon shot. Uh, there's one big difference that I noticed, is that... They is a little subdued. Yeah. It's a little subdued in, in comparison to... Uh... Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Like, when they throw the weapons up there, they just float up there in Zoo Ranger. When they would connect in Mighty Morphin, there would be an electricity effect any time that they hit each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was cool. It was a little subdued. We didn't have a Megazord battle in this one. No, there was not. No. But then we do get a resolution where the dad is kind of over a woman, kind of like in her fear. But she had just fainted. But she's, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Still, she 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 comes across her father, who looks like is preying on a woman, like going to suck her blood and all that. Do real vampire stuff. And uh, so she's real scared. She has her bat ready, and turns out her dad's just helping a a fainted pedestrian. Yeah. Does and, she, doesn't she still attack him? With oh the bat? yeah, she still chases him down with that baseball bat. Yeah. 
And yeah, then, that was real good. And then we get our happy dun 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 music to follow up. Yeah, there we go. Overall, it was a fun I episode. I love that scene on the beach where they were getting the jeep. Yeah, where they're trying to get, yeah, to it get out of the, the hole. Yeah, to get it out of the, yeah. It's got itself in a bit of a rut. And, uh, yeah, I like that part a lot. For me, overall, it was kind of just your average episode. It wasn't good, it wasn't bad. It was it, just yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. The... It was ama- It's amazing that they made the parts, such an the parts are, villain. Yeah, the po- yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, it is. Well, I think that just that that gives more. Uh, um, speaks more about the Japanese, just monster design. You know, that was something like Western kids like have haven't seen. Like, oh, just a monster made straight up made out of ice. That's gnarly. You know? Yeah, he he was so. His he he runs so parallel with the iconography of of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's crazy. It's really crazy to think about. But uh, yeah, as far as the episode, the parts were greater than the whole. You know. Yeah. Because like I really like the girl. You know the the eye world things with the making her making her father appear to be a vampire. That was really cool. You know. But overall, yeah, it's just not a bad episode. Just but you know not extraordinary. Just, just a fine episode. Let's move on to episode thirteen, "Fire the Golden Arrow," where uh, uh, the villain in this one was Dora Ladone. He was uh, Slizzard. He was the he was Slizzard. Let's or Snizzard. He he was he was Snizzard. One of those two words. I think it was Snizzard. Um. So whatever one I I I, I like. So, chuckle that more. <laughs> in this one, uh, Topat gives Matt like he disguises himself as essentially the old woman from Snow White, and gives her a poison apple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some things we were actually looking forward to this episode because we figured it would clear up uh, one particular question, and as I, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, the the whole. Yeah, the poison apple thing. Because yeah. in the American episode, Kimberly was gone. She was on the flight with she was, Bulk and Skull yeah, and with her, her very young uncle. Her very young uncle, yeah. <laughs> Clearly not her uncle. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in this one, how they how they do that is the poison apple actually incapacitates May for a bit. Yeah, she is on the verge of death. Yeah. And there's a real cool scene. Yeah, okay. So, but the apples are also, like, the... Kids, the youth are getting poisoned too. Well, they're not getting poisoned by the you, seeds, right? Yeah, he throws the thing up in the air and it spins around and it drops the seeds. It like it shoot like the arrow spin. He shoots the arrow in the air and like it spins around and it just, uh, it just tosses the seeds about like like a God. What is that called? It's a fertilizer. Yeah, it's like a fertilizer. Like, and uh, all the kid, all the kids in the area get. Uh, Planted, <laughs> like they planted get, is the best way to put it. Yeah, because they uh, they become they they start having their life force drained from them. They get real weak and they start to age. Not like they grow up; they just become shriveled little kids, like little old kids. Because their youth is being distilled into apples. Yeah, that Bandora can eat, so that she can stay young. That's right, yeah. And I had a real problem with this, I remember. 
Not a real, God, a real problem with this. Not a real problem with this episode. Because why we've been doing you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I just well, my issue was like she did. They eventually, eventually, these apples become the kids. I thought that like I meant like the apple once it's ripe, the kid's dead. You pluck the apple, eat the apple, you're good. It turns the whole kid into an apple. Yeah. So they start out as normal sized apples, and then at some point. The child become it becomes a child size. There's a really good visual scene, uh, visual gag, where in the hospital they're treating all these kids. I remember this really well. And all of a sudden, you have mothers like you have like a mother crying over to bed. Where's there's big hokey apple in there? <laughs> there's just an apple in bed, like with a blanket and stuff. And it's just like <laughs> it's it's really it's really funny. It's just a giant apple. All the kids turn into giant apple. Yeah, I thought it would make more sense. Make maybe like you just be a little more practical for Bandor if they, if the apples just you know when they're ripened, the kids are dead. All the energy's in there, and that no- perfectly normal, eatable apple. Not a giant apple. These apples are, are like, they're like tire size. They're like, like three like, feet by four feet. These these are big apples. It doesn't. Well, how is she gonna collect them? Was she just gonna have a well, she, book back and? Well, no, she was gonna make Griff Razor grow, and then he was gonna grab them. They'd be normal size apples, and then she would grow and she would eat the apples like they were normal. I think they'd be small apples at that point. Well, you know what? I'm I making, think they. I think they'd be up as I go. So this is this is your reasoning, your or this is this is what you're given for Bandora's reasoning, which is she would grow large. Yeah. And she would either... I thought you were going with Goldar is going to become big, grab the apples... Well, he's going to pick them up for her. Yeah, for he's sure. going to he's gonna grab the apples and just a big hand handful just into that children's hospital, scoop up all those apples from those beds. And she's just going to eat them. And then, but but no, 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 when, when, when he shrinks down, we get like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kid situation where he shrinks down, the apples become small in his hand, too. Like, they remain the same size relative to his hands. So when he shrinks down, now he's got a handful of these little mini apples that she just eats up. And she just gobstoppers. Yeah, she never never goes big. He goes big, picks them up, bushel of apples become small. The apples are now much smaller than normal apples, and she could just, one palm, just, mm. Let's go with that one. Yeah, okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> so may is this is on cool the verge of yeah. Death, yeah this is real cool and she's fighting for her life in the dream world yeah she's like it actually she's like it, it was significant lava. because it is a bit of footage that is seen all the time in mighty morphin which is that earth splitting up and the fire coming out you yeah. know that that like that go-to fissure lava we that scene is this scene, and she's in that fissure. Yeah, and she's like struggling to hold on, and then she hears the zoo ranger cheering her on. Yeah, and her friends get her out. But then we get like just, just like she has like a super dramatic fall too. Yeah, there's a super dramatic fall, but just butterflies. Remember the butterflies? Oh yeah, she sees the butterflies. There's butterfly. I don't know. Was Did that- someone send the butterflies? Was did the wizard Barza do that? Maybe the wizard Barza did that. But I'm looking at you like you're gonna tell me, microphone. I don't know she, why. She gets out, and then we get to like some harrowing footage where she is 
like walking on a mountainside and we see these buddhist statues that are wearing red, yeah you red had, heads and red uh sweaters you ran you ran this down for me because i i thought it was a cool looking little area and you explained something yeah so in uh buddhist temples they have statues of children like that and they put the red hats on them and the red sweaters on them because they're supposed to be the representatives of children that have passed and it's to keep them warm in the afterlife yeah so yeah, there's a yeah there's definitely some symbolism here with the yeah. children and their the children and, and, and the their apples apple forms and may being a child yourself yeah on the verge of death yeah so. it's actually yeah maybe we're just reading too much into it and it was just a good looking good looking area to shoot or maybe there there was some symbols. Either way, well done. It was pretty cool. It it is like a grim, grim thing. But then we get to the the Easter Island heads. Yep. And just so there. this this is what uh, I was going to talk about it, within uh, Mighty Morphin. Those Easter Island heads are just a fixture, just an art fixture in Angel Grove Park, as far as we know. You know, and that's it. No bit of dialogue. No one's like, okay, there's going something's going to happen here. You know, Snizzard's going to summon them and they're going to shoot lasers. Something, who knows. Because he's like... Because Snizzard is portrayed as some something from, like, the Bible, basically. Yeah. Just a uh, creature from the Bible that was ended up being defeated by the legendary warrior... Who held the... Who the, held the bow. The bow before May did. Yeah. And um, all that. I thought they are just going to... I don't know. I thought they Who knows? Some wacky, wacky Japanese stuff was going to happen. And these heads were going to play a part no they're exactly there for the exact amount of time that they are in mighty morphin i don't know maybe yeah. maybe uh wherever the locale was maybe those were like in our display for that period of time and they couldn't move them because park regulations or something i don't know it's just it's, it is you know what you think they're still there <laughs> you think they're still there and uh, wherever they mm-hmm. shot that. Well, let's uh, let's use all this podcast money we're getting and take a trip to Japan. Yeah. And we'll hunt down those Easter Island heads. Yeah. We'll find them in whatever prop garage. <laughs> yeah, like, I, that'd be really kit. cool. That'd be really cool if they were actually fixtures in a park and they're still there to this day. They well, didn't look that way, though. They looked real cheap. As far as I remember, maybe I'm remembering wrong. I just remember they just... They were out of place, and I wanted an explanation, not getting it. So, after this, she just kind of, she fights the Snizzard. Yeah. But it's really just the one shot to the apple on her head. Which, it, this is the cool footage, right? Where they the, do the camera on the bow? Uh, well, they well they do that in Teratoad. Yeah, they do. They, they do, do that in Teratoad. But this scene, I mean, but it's all May. It's all May. She frees the other rangers... Um, they have snakes wrapped around. Them. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they. She frees the other rangers, and then she just kicks the crap out of Snizzard. She kill. She like shoots the apple, breaks the apple on his head. Right? Did he have an apple on his head? He had an apple on his head. I thought I, he it was something golden, on his head. He had the golden apple on his head. It was held by four snakes. And it and it broke that, and that's basically breaks his power when the kids uh, get get healthy again, right? Yeah, yeah. There's not another step to that. Yeah, they nope. just get healthy again. You know, you, that's the Power Rangers way. You break the one thing that's the source of their power, and then yeah. everything goes away, even if they're not yeah, destroyed yeah. yet. Yeah, Vandor and Rita never have a failsafe in 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 their uh, machinations. It's just, yeah, that's it. Fair enough. Yeah, you got it. Kids are no longer 
being drained into husks. And then he dies, and there's no Which Megazord into battle. apples. There is no Megazord battle. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember, okay, that was something we were talking about, how there's actually like a, there's like Two a, of a the... chunk here that no no real, uh, no Megazord battle. Yeah, last week's episode, we... we had only one Megazord battle. Yeah, we get a, yeah, yeah, we get a lot of uh, out of Megazord stuff, like the, the cannon and uh, something something we'll get to pretty soon here. Yeah. Another another uh, technique they use, but yeah, minimal uh, Zord stuff out outside of a uh, the last episode, which was pretty Zord heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we start a thing with like PSAs in the show. Yeah, and this one was like a don't take anything from strangers. PSA. Yeah, because uh, Dan. Dan is eating apples with the kids. Yeah. You're right? All these kids that are... Yeah, all the kids that are now healthy. He's eating apples with Aunt May's there. And uh, we get some real uh, funny, funny goof-goof with, uh, I guess, Dan miming with the apples. That May has little boobs. That May has little boobs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and she gets mad and chases him, and he keeps doing it. And that's where we end, and we get we get on to that that chippy little song again, which I love. Yeah, Um This was actually a really good story heavy episode. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think like the the real meat of it is that cool scene of just May fighting for her life, yeah. <laughs> like May fighting. You see her fighting spirit, you know, like and Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Which we'll uh, we'll you know we'll be talking about in around fifteen years or so, um, and Dino Thunder with that whole fighting spirit episode with Tommy, you know the great, the great like or sorry episode since you know all the stuff with J- JDF and they couldn't film they couldn't use him for so long so they just had ADR and all that, and that episode where he's fighting he's in a coma and he's fighting his past forms and stuff like that, that's always really cool. I yeah. like that whole illustration of the warrior spirit and stuff like that and it's really cool for me because it 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 doesn't make her look feeble you know what i want to say it doesn't make her look dainty in my eyes you know maybe like you know it's just my stupid opinion but like it uh i like i like her perseverance like the whole symbolism literally well you know i like her literally climbing out of the cavern and then the butterflies which are like I would say is like a combination of her own will to live and her friends, you know, wish for her to live. Yeah. yeah there uh, is actually a very potent song lyric. I, I love so much was called, uh, or it goes a uh, walk on your friends to fly. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And, and like I said, we, we get that. We just, we get more mythos on that, that scene of the fissure opening up in lava. That we will see hundreds of times in Power Ranger. Yeah, I like I like that. I like that. That was like the episode for me. The whole thing with the apples and why is why are they big? What's your plan, Bandora? That stuff's fun. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> at least at least just talking about it like a madman. We're gonna get on to an episode that's kind of uh, it's one of those episodes where in Power Rangers we were just it was hard to get through. And for Zoo Ranger, it wasn't that hard to get through. It's become small, where the villain isn't really a villain, but it's the fairy Don Don. Yeah, he is Tickle Sneezer from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Tickle, yeah, Tickle Sneezer sucks. Don Don, a hmm, little bit of charm too. 
He was just responding to a help wanted ad. Yeah, he literally. Up. He's from the fairy woods, and he's like, yeah, he's he's here. He uh he first thing he does is like he just picks a big old booger. Yeah, flicks it on the floor, and then Bandora and I don't know Finster's Japanese name yet. Oh no! It, uh, we've said, Pleppercon. 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 Yeah. Pleppercon wanted uh, wanted some help making monsters, so he contacted yeah the fairies. Yeah. And he's a contract worker. He's, yeah. yeah. He comes in. And uh, she's like, well, what do you got? And then he pops open a jar with, you see three clay little things in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, out come this. Comes a bear, a frog, and a gorilla. Bear, a frog, and a gorilla. Bear, a frog, gorilla. very cute looking. Gorilla just straight up like any gorilla costume you've seen at any little like magic store. Yeah. You know? Just, well, well, those ones you always see are pink because I don't know. But uh, yeah, just a st- typical black gorilla suit and then. Really Japanese frog and uh, bear suit, and they're like a marching band. Yep. Yeah, it's really it, it's it's just it's just goof. It's just real Japanese, and uh, Bandora gets annoyed and and uh, tells him he needs to work on his stuff. Like he needs to like have some actual threats. These are not threats. You know, she wants him. To, you know, she was she's using him to fight the Power Rangers. She's not going to fight the Power Rangers with uh, the furry trio. So she sends him to Earth to get some training on how to become a villain. Yeah, we meet, we meet the uh, uh, Toshio. Toshio. Yeah, we meet the one of the main characters in the story, who's a little little chubby kid who's uh, who gets guff from his mom because he like he like kind of skims on his homework, right? Yep. He's like he's uh, he's a little little bit of a slacker. I understand, you know. And then he uh, gets it more at school. And we meet him walking out dejectedly out into the into the, like the playground area, wearing the best sweater ever. Wearing the best sweater ever. Yeah, it's it's lime beautiful, green. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's lime green, but beautiful like English. Uh, uh, what does it say? It's uh, it somewhat sporty. Somewhat sporty, lighthearted. Yep. Somewhat sporty, lighthearted. Uh, sporty, big words. Somewhat small words like. Is not not that there's somewhat the, the word somewhat is small font sporty big font lighthearted small font it's wonderful it's yeah lime green I think the sleeves are a different color than the rest patches of patches all over it patches it is just wonderful somewhat sporty lighthearted it's great <laughs> uh, but yeah he runs into into our into our friend um, uh, Dora very uh, don don very don don excuse me. Very Don Don. I almost call him Tickle Sneezer, but I don't want to do that. Because I do not like Tickle Sneezer. Don Don, he's kind of alright. He's kind of alright. So he meets up with Don Don, who's also kind of a slacker in a sense. They have a kinship in that. And uh, he he shows he shows him the Toshio. Yeah. Shows Toshio what he does, which is bottles up and makes him small. So they like, you know, then we see the scenes that we all saw where he bottles up the motorcycle, Bottles up Tokyo Tower, bottles up a plane, bottles up a train, bottles up a building. It was really cool seeing all the, like, we get to see more of how this actually works because, like, we see Toshio with the bottles and Dan and Boy come on the scene, right? Yeah. Were they, did we skip something? Were they? No, they No, no, they were outside the school. Remember, they were outside the school. They saw Toshio in, right? Yeah. Because you remember we were commenting on that backpack on, like, in Japan, those backpacks are actually expensive. 
what were they? Were they just friends of Toshio? They or? were just like, hey, Toshio, what's wrong again? And they're like, oh, he forgot his homework. Like, they had seen yeah. him around. Was Toshio in... Was Toshio the, the, the... No. Toshio hasn't been in anything. You know, Dan and Boy are just those dudes. They walk yeah. around the neighborhood. They know everybody. Dan and Boy don't. They're yeah. always hanging out at the local yeah. Lawson. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're just those dudes. They 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 played a part of the friendly neighborhood aspect yeah. of the Zoo Rangers because they're around. Um, yeah. So Dan and Boy. So forgive us. They were they uh, did have a little interaction with Toshio, asking what's wrong, and he lets him know. It's like you know he's getting it from everyone, and then he goes inside school, and here we are now uh, with. So he balls on Dan and Boy. See this? They come running up, asking Toshio, "You know, what are you doing with him? Get away from him! You know, that's a monster." And uh, we see Toshio. I love it. This bottle is huge. It's a long, just a long, long bottle. Just a real long bottle, and it has. It, I think it has the train in it. Yeah. And he's like, they're all like grabbing. I was like, we gotta get out of here. They run off. They find a like a. A covered truck, yeah, like they get a in the back of it. Getting back of a covered truck, and I this I this was one of the few things that stuck. Well, I should say few. This is one of the things that really stuck with me uh, since we actually watched the episode. Was that when they're in the back of it? Uh, uh, who? Toshio says they're ca- they're gating on us because Dan and Boy. Steal a car. Yeah, Dan Boy steal a car. Yeah, yeah. To get on to a little, chase them. Little Dotson. Yeah, uh, you know, getting they a little, steal like a Miata. Yeah, they get a little Miata, which is great, and they're chasing after him in this, in this medium speed chase because the truck won't go any faster. And uh, was it Toshio that says the, the truck's going so slow? Yeah, well, he says that the truck's going so slow. And Don Don's like, we can't complain. It's a free ride. Yeah. I don't know why that was there, but I loved it so much. It, it, it I like. I, every time I've seen it so far, I really enjoyed that. Gets a chuckle out of me. Um, and then let's let's see. To fix the issue, Don Don just sucks them up into a bottle. Yeah, which which happens in Mighty Morphin and uh, like only he like tickles things or does it at the park or whatever. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, I forget that episode. Get that episode. Stop talking about that episode. Yep. But yeah, he sucks him up, and then we uh, get to that that train yard scene. Yeah, where like Griff Razor shows up with the golem, and they fight. Yeah, the Sentai, and there's like, "Hey, release us! You're doing bad things." Yeah, and Don Don says, "Oh, I don't want to do bad." Yeah, Don so. Don's a good guy. Actually, he's just you know, like, again, he's a contract worker. He's just trying to he's trying to do a job. Just trying to get that money. Oh, yeah, he, he makes a little these. These things, he's, he's not. There's no, well, there's no maliciousness in the guy. Yeah. He's trying to get money, like you said. Um. So yeah. Uh. Uh. May or like the bottle, right? The bottle falls on the tracks. If the bottle gets thrown to May. Griff Razor knocks the bottle out of her hand. Yeah. Lands on the tracks, and then with a last second save, May rolls in front of a train. Yeah, it's actually a, a kind of a dangerous looking scene because there's no cut or anything. It just shows the suit actor rolling out of the way of the train yeah that looked like a very real train um yeah and then she opens it up the car comes flying out and uh dan dan and boy uh join the fight and then we get to uh both uh don don and toshio becoming big yeah yeah bandora changes their size she starts doing 
She like goads them on to yeah. be big and destroy stuff because Toshio wants to destroy his mom and his teacher. Yeah, he's tired of being yelling. Yeah, and he's tired of them being bigger than him and picking on him. You know, he wants he wants to be big. You know, every kid. You know, when you're a kid, you want to be an adult. When you're an adult, you want to die. You know, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he uh, he gets big and he kind of like starts throwing a temper tantrum in the city, right? Yeah, they start throwing a temper tantrum in the city. He's he's like he's acting more like a monster than Don Don is. Pretty cool. Uh, so we get into the Zaijin, right? Daisujin. Daisujin, excuse me, Daisujin, and we have we have our we have our Megazord fight where he's just kind of restraining, but uh. Don Don sucks in the Megazord to one of the bottles, and to get out of it, they call upon Dinosaur Sword Godhorn to mm. come and shake the ground. Amazing name. And knock the, knock the Megazord free. Yeah, that was so cool. That was that was like the coolest thing in in uh, the Mighty Morphin episode, and this is the coolest thing like in this episode. It's just I don't know. Just the, the power of the Godhorn hitting the ground is enough to. Send a tremor and, and like it, it knocks knocks them loose. Knocks a cork out of a bottle. Yeah, it's so cool. Because it's that strong, how do you think the ground reacts? Like I know that they usually catch it out of the sky at this point. Yeah. But the few times that it hit the ground, what damage do you think it did to Japan? I'm sure. I'm sure. Just I'm sure it does something to like the, the tectonic plates. I'm sure there's some shift. Um, the 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 way this thing is is illustrated but when we watched mighty morphin we lost our mind when we saw the kid in the shot hiding behind and this is where we get that resolution of toshio why there was a giant why why there was a kid next to the we thought someone just wandered on the set or something because it was so jarring it was (laughs) jarring jeez get Uh, that out get that out now no that's no we're done uh, no. The Megazord, oh. the Megazord gets a bottle, sucks Bandora up a little bit. Yeah, we get a uh, book back. Book back go, starts to get, fly We get up. some good wire work with book back being sucked up. It's funny. Uh, I think I said the exact same thing in the other episode. Whatever. It's still it's still that funny. We see this fat little spiky blue monster being sucked up, and he's holding on to your life. I don't remember how Tickle Sneezer and Toshio shrink down, but does that matter to the story? Not no. really, I don't think. The parents say they're going to do better. The teacher says they're going to do better. Toshio says they're going to do better. All in all, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, moral, moral story, you know. Keep up with your work. Keep up with your work. Do do, do your work, but uh, be happy. You know, try to... We're at uh, 42 minutes right now, and we have the... We have, a, we have the best episode of the five. Freddy looks like he's so distraught by the fact that he made a jarring pun. But... It's... I wasn't even like... Ah, this episode is called Destroy... I just laughed at it because my brain panicked. Ugh. Destroy the Black Super Sword. This episode's really dope. So... There's a little boy getting bullied by kids at school. He's about to be 13 years old. Thank God no one's listening to this. That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh. And it's happening in front of Goshi. <laughs> I gotta keep going, man. I gotta power yeah. through this. I gotta yeah. be the... Yeah. Uh, and 
this this little girl comes and beats up the four boys, pe- picking on yeah. the thirteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, which kind of sends Gosh into a flashback. Yeah. Uh, about get, Gosh's get, parents. We get some backstory on yeah, Gosh's family, away. which is awesome. I love this. I loved. I loved the Mighty Morphin episode. I love this. So, the common thread here is that, uh, what's it? What's it? Bandora, uh, or Dora? This is Dora Minotaur. Am I right? No, this is Dora the Knight. Oh, this is Dora Knight. Yeah, Dora yeah, Knight. Dora Knight. Yeah, with those eyes. You know, those eyes that we keep talking about that they're. Really unnerving. Peering. Like, they're, they're, they're scary looking. But Common Threads, these are just cool episodes. It's a cool monster, and the sword is awesome. The, like, yeah. But so, we find out that Gosh's parents passed away when he was a kid, and his sister was killed by the golem at the Orders of Bandora, which is why he fights as the Mammoth Knight. Yeah. Uh, she, she basically, yeah, she sacrificed herself for Gosh. She yeah. fought him off so Ghosh can escape, and uh, yeah, it's really it's really cool to see that. Like, it's not just Ghosh. Everyone and apparently everyone in Ghosh's family is just strong, just brick dookie houses <laughs> uh, of people that just like strong will. Sister, it's really cool. It's just really neat because um, Ghosh is one of the cool, one of the one of my favorite of the Rangers. Uh, not only because he's a black ranger, but just because I don't know. Always, always, I'm always a sucker for the hosses, and he's definitely the hoss of the team. Yeah, and so Ghosh goes and goes up to the little boy, and they find out that it's his birthday, but he doesn't have friends or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So the zoo ranger throw a little party for him, and two humans come up that happen to be the human forms of uh, Topat and Bookback. Yeah, come up and they give a gift. To uh, Shigeru, which is the little boy. Weren't we? Oh, we were getting real hyped about this because we thought we were going to get another house fight. Yeah, because it's happening in a house. And they open up the box, and the box is full of golem. So we think a house fight's coming. Oh, so excited for that. <laughs> and uh, if you know anything about the show, the yeah. one time that there was a house fight, we lost our minds. It was just... Yeah, yeah, it, it is the coolest. It is the coolest thing that they've shot. Yeah. So they go outside and they fight Griff Razor and the Golem, and in then the backyard. Not in the, the backyard, mm. and then Griff Razor kidnaps this child. Yeah. Um, and they kind of fly away on a cloud, kind of flying Nimbus style. Yep, yep. But because they need the kid to to forge. Uh, what did they call it? They this? need they needed his strike on the moment of his birthday to give his... With his tears, right? Yeah, with his tears. God, it's metal. To give power to the to the hell sword. Yeah, on a full moon, it'll create the strongest sword in hell. It's so metal. This they have a little kid crying, forging forging a Forging the sword, so he strikes it, and with his tears, it, it, it is uh, forging this, this this mystical sword that can't be broken. Where we get the super anime stuff, like the tree breaking in half. Yeah, and there he is. And there. Dora Knight with his white eyes and his black armor comes yeah. through. Yeah, it's so cool. It is so cool. It's just, I don't know, they, they do a great job building up this guy. 
just they've said enough. The sword is the coolest sword out there, yeah. and he's awesome. And here he is. And well, and then we on get board. some I'm sold. weird thing where the power where the Zoo Ranger are watching Dora Knight do destruction through the television, and their thought to get there instead of use their motorcycles or anything like that is to jump through the TV. That's right. Yeah. So they jumped into the TV screen and then were in battle with Dora Knight alongside Ghosh, who went on his own to save Shigeru. It's kind of it's very Silver Age Superman, and where Silver Age Superman Had was the most power. OP thing there ever been. Yeah, he just if he doesn't have that power, it's because he didn't try it. And this is very much so that where they just like oh they can just do that they can just jump into TV and then they're wherever it is. So all of their weapons start to get destroyed because the super sword yeah, it, destroys it, everything. Yeah, it like decays. Like it does like a corroding kind of like uh, of the metal. It, it, it just destroys it. So it becomes all crusty. Real nasty crusty. The power weapons are destroyed. They decide to use the ranger sticks to do the attack that we see in the openings but don't understand. The or, one where they're standing on each they, other's shoulders. They make like a little pyramid and they they hold they hold their uh their blade blasters or well the ranger sticks yep. at, they point towards the center of the pyramid and it does this like prism kind of attack yeah which is called the babel attack the babel attack and actually like I remember I was watching this looked it up and I was like babel like isn't that something from the bible and yeah tower of babel which was like apparently back in the day it was there was a time where all man all humankind lived together and they shared one language so it was unity and then that's when the tower like the tower was broken or something like that and the continent split up and blah blah blah, blah. anyway it's it's pretty cool pretty cool it's it's really neat that uh it the you know good good usage of the word yeah and uh door knight just knocks that blast away like it's nothing first yeah. time it was used yeah and bandora makes him big no so. sell yeah. yeah, there was no selling on anybody's part for that. Bandora makes him big. Yeah. They call upon Dizugin, yeah. and then we get our Megazord battle where the Godhorn gets decayed. Yeah, and it's time like, for he, Dizugin to fall. Yeah, and the knight is kicking the crap out of him, and that's where we see uh, Bandora and, and Mighty Morphin Rita, which is like cut him up like this, and just makes the motion. Let's let's uh, she she basically just says, just finish him off, uh. And like, the but it's the kids, the kids are there. Yeah, the the boy forged sword, and then the the little girl who helped fight off the who fought off all his the sister. bullies. Yeah, his sister. Um, you know the kids there, and Rita like or Pandora, um, tells get rid of him. You know, kill him, and he swings the sword down, and it just stops. Like the sword like stops before touching uh, the kid. And it's kind of like frozen in place. And that's when the Rangers realize, well, actually, Ghost realizes that the sword cannot harm whoever made it. Yeah. And then he gets this idea. So in 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 the uh, Mighty in Mighty Morphin, it's basically like, well, the sword we can't harm the sword because it keep it just sends back whatever energy you throw at it. And Zach's like, well, if it reflects energy at us, why don't we take its energy that it reflects at us? And we just reflect it back. It should be able to touch the sword. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, whatever. Take it. You know, I'm 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 home from school. I got my ecto cooler. This is fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, awesome. 
So yeah, so, but so Ghost goes, well, if it can't harm the boy, put the boy in the cockpit. We put the boy inside the, the Megazord, and then the sword can't strike us. So, uh, and then uh, May's like, uh, this is a very dangerous place for the kid. And Ghost's like, I'll take care of it, I promise. So Ghost takes responsibility. Kid gets transported in cockpit. They, had, they tell him to come up. Which, they suck him in through the eyes. Yeah, they suck him in. That's where we see the in in the in the Mighty Morphin, the eyes were used to like send back the energy. That's what we saw was in the show that that was repurposed. Instead of sucking up the kid, they were shown shooting out at the sword to shoot back the energy that it reflected back at them in the first place. Yeah. Um so we get the boy, appears in Gosha's lap, and he looks like he doesn't care. I hated this so much. Not not like it didn't ruin the episode by any means. But come on, kid. This is the best you could do. Like the kid is sitting on his lap. He's inside the cockpit of the, this huge mecha and he does he looks like he doesn't care. Three three individual shots we go to of this kid in Gosha's lap and he does not care. He looks like I don't know. He it looks like he's doing the most mundane thing ever. He just looks like it's a normal Saturday. Yeah, he looks he looks like a grown man at the post office. He doesn't care about what's going on. So the knight swings the hell sword, whatever it's called, swings the sword at the mecha, at the at the um, the Daisujin, and it works. They like, can't can't strike him. Uh, it, then we get that energy, that uh, weird the energy. Refresh. Yeah, the refresh energy we saw on a uh, in Mighty Morphin. Uh, it's all making sense now, and uh, yeah, he can't he can't strike him down. The plan's working, and they and the they strike him down. They strike him down. The sword gets like how does the God Horn? It just refreshes with the refresh energy, and then they use the Legend Strike and take him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. he's got no weapon. He's got no defense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. These episodes with the backstory are by far the best episodes of this show. Yeah. So, I do like seeing seeing more of each of the each of the rangers, each of their what's what go what's going on with them, and I hope to to see more of them. We are coming up on the introduction of the sixth ranger. Yes, we are. So, it's going to be very exciting. The next episode that you hear will have met the sixth ranger. Yeah. So that's a, that's a and we promise it won't be a month between watching and recording. Yeah. Well we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a little better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we'll talk a little more co- coherently and uh co- coherently. We'll talk a little more coherently and uh we'll have our thoughts together a little bit better. We won't just have the uh notebook to go on solely. Yeah, and we, we uh, won't have the Composition notebook. Yep. I got a decomposition notebook. I bought that from Target. It's because it's recycled. I got it because it's, it's, uh, the design is specifically called Dogs and Bubbles and it's, uh, sketches of dogs with bubbles. Well, that's adorable. And with that, I think we're going to call this one quits. You can find us at mammoth-king.com. You can find us on all your social media at pplaythrough. Just search for Power Playthrough. We release episodes every Monday and Thursday, Monday being Power Rangers, Thursday being Super Sentai. We would like to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. You could find them at rainer.bandcamp.com. Thank you so much for listening. 
we love this fandom, and without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. And as always, may the power protect you.